Welcome into Other People's Shoes. I am your host, Neil. I'm with uh, two amazing people from Rogue City Comics. I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Uh, so who wants to go first? Ladies first, maybe? Okay. I am Jamie Rhonda. And my name's Steve Rhonda. Nice. So guys, uh, tell me just a brief story. How did Rogue City Comics start? Where, where was the brainchild? Where was the inception process? How did it all kind of begin? Ooh, inception. I like I, that word. I get to claim inception, but I'll let, I'll let no, Steve no. tell the story no, because you, you he's brief. No, you tell it better. Um, well, I've been kind of lobbying for this for over, I guess it was over five years ago, probably more like six while our kids were still at home, because I was hoping it might be a, a family business. Um, we love board games. We love comics. Um, and so I had to wear them down. It took about five years. We so. were still feeding kids, so we, I wasn't about to open up my own yeah. business while so, kids, yeah. kids were wondering why we didn't have any red meat in the house. <laughs> they hate chicken now. That's <laughs> yeah. all they got to eat. Um, now we're eating steak because we're empty nesters. Um, not very often, but... We do. And so now that the kids have moved out, the I saw not, I've been doing my last job for over 20 years and got tired of the travel and had enough money to save up to get started and pulled the trigger. Yep. Nice. And how long have you guys been open for? Gosh. Nine uh, months? Mid-February, yeah. February so this nine year, months. Yeah. Nine months now. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So, guys, uh, we're going to be talking about success today. Now, I don't know how familiar you are with success, but but here we go. <laughs> so uh, my very first question is, uh, how would someone know you're successful? Hmm. So we probably have very different answers. Yeah. Well, for me. That, like, that's what I love. Yeah. Because the whole point of my podcast really is to get it from somebody else's point yes. of view. Walking in someone else's shoes, getting their yeah. different perspectives. So even if it is different, that's, yeah. that makes... The whole premise and point. Okay, taken, yes. So. so I know for me, um, with, w- with the life changes that I was looking forward to with pulling the trigger on, you know, I mean, we are students right now. We didn't, we've never owned a business before, um, but it was something that I continued to be pulled toward because, uh, especially as empty nesters, um, it, it just, like I lost my favorite job, um, you know, with having my kids at home. And so for me, the, the joy of just getting to build something together and to, uh, do something that involves, um, being part of a community. Um, we were kind of in a place, I think if we had stayed there, we would have just continued to be more isolated. So for me, uh, the success part you know, I, uh, we're going to do this as, as long as we're able, as long as the savings hold out and um, hopefully the community, um, we felt like there was a need for a true comic shop. And um, from what we've seen, you know, people are really enjoying having one again. Um, and our customers are amazing. Um, so there's so much joy in just uh, doing something risky. Um, some of my favorite things in life, even though like marrying this guy, mm. that was risky. Uh, <laughs> You're on I the think edge. even your parents would say that that living was probably risky. Um, Aerosmith has nothing on it. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah okay. So, um, so yeah, it's, um, it, you know, some of the best moments in life are pretty scary. And um, I think at the end of the day, most of us would rather look back and say, you know what? I, I tried it. I, you know, it was scary, but, but we, we went for it. And so, yeah, um, I think, 
being able to take that risk. And honestly, for me, some of the, my most favorite things have been things that terrified me that I knew that if God did not like intervene, it could be a disaster. And so it's kind of an exercise in faith too. So, yeah. Um, I have never had, uh, I mean, I like the success of business. Um, but I always thought, well, I always thought if I was what I wanted to be successful in is I wanted to first and foremost be a successful husband and father. And now that the kids have moved out and if a job, you know, supplied the basic needs of our lives in the meantime, that was just kind of a bonus. Um, uh, I mean, I have always treated my job very seriously and I've been in outside sales and I've won lots of awards in my previous, uh, jobs in, for sales. However, while those were nice, what I really wanted to do first and foremost was be a good husband and father and have a job that didn't, um, have a job that didn't distract me from those main two goals. And so, and um, so I've always defined success as really how I was going to be remembered. And I heard a quote from, I don't remember if it was Zig Ziglar. I don't remember who the quote was, but I'm sure some, multiple people have said it, um, where it's like, you won't, you know, you don't want to be on your best deathbed and go, you, nobody ever says, I wish I would have spent more time at work. And so I have always defined success as what your work does to supplement the rest of your life. Great answers. I love that. So this kind of builds on that a little bit. I, I, at least I hope so is, is what's the best advice? What's the best advice someone gave you in regards to success? Gosh, that's a really good question. (laughs) I I don't know. I, uh, um, I, nothing really, I know, um, based on what you were just saying, um, one of my favorite quotes that I will not remember, um, is basically, you know, we, I actually can't remember it at all. Um, (laughs) I think it was Francis Chan talking about one of the greatest tragedies in life is to, um, be successful at the things that don't matter Mm, ultimately, which touches on what you were saying about, you know, on our deathbed, we don't look back and, um, go, gosh, I wish I had spent more time at work or, you know, it's, wow, I wish I had realized what was truly important in life. And so I think that if we can, at whatever point in life we're in, find out what, what truly is the most important thing. And am I, um, am I investing in that? Because it's so easy, even when we feel like we're on track with our priorities, it's so easy for you know, in the morning to wake up and totally be sidetracked because there'll be something that's urgent that maybe doesn't really line up with your life priorities. But in that moment, it feels so important and it can take us off task really easy. Like sometimes I feel like I'm just a caffeinated butterfly. I'm like, Ooh, I'm over here. I'm over here. And, or, you know, the whole squirrel thing, like that's kind of (laughs) been the story of my life. (laughs) Squirrel. I'll be going really good for a while and then I can get so easily distracted. So that priority of, you know what, if, if today is my last day, if tomorrow 
I get hit by a bus or, you know, choke on a scone. Really? Um, yeah. Do I? <laughs> Scones are dangerous. How, right. how did I, how yeah. did I live this? <laughs> how did I live my, you know, am I going to be glad for the choices I made today? And will I be glad? And that's as scary as this is because he just recently gave up this secure job he's had for over 20 years. And I have had to make a shift. It's been this very raw um, kind of thing that flares up uh, on a random basis the last few weeks. Like my, like I've always felt like I'm, you know, I'm a person of faith. I, I trust God ultimately across the board um, in my life. Um, but wow, I have had a lot of security with the job that he had. We had a company car, we've had insurance, you know, comprehensive insurance and, um, pharmaceuticals. And and we're basically giving all of that up at the time in our life where people really will be looking for that. We're both about to turn 50. And so, um, you know, just it, some of that doesn't make sense. Just, you know, kind of when you're just looking at the black and white of things, but, the joy for me and what feels successful to me is that we, you know, we're just taking this leap together. We get to spend more time together, um, and have this adventure that has really pushed us into this community that I adore. Our, our customers are amazing. Um, and the, you know, the product that we're selling, I love so much. So yeah, I just feel like, you know what, right now for as long as we get to, um, we're living a dream that, yeah, it's risky and some days it's scary, but um, I, I really am so thankful that we got to the place that um, we're just going for it. As far as advice goes, I wish I could. Oh, yeah. Was that the question? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I think you just answered the next three questions. I don't even no, know. The, uh, the, um, as far as advice goes, uh, you know, I, there's a lot of profound things that you hear all your life. But one of the earliest ones, I remember my dad, um, uh, he, we'd get up. We were chopping wood by 7 a.m on Saturday mornings while other kids were watching cartoons. That was me. I was watching cartoons. So we got up at six to uh, circle in the TV guide. All right. Well, Scooby-Doo's on at six. And (laughs) I don't even remember what was on at 630 because all I really cared about was Scooby-Doo. I just remembered when Scooby-Doo got moved to seven. Now that's chopping wood time. So the earliest success thing, my dad. No VCRs in there? No, no, no. No, that was it. That was it. No, if you miss it, you're done. Yeah, yeah. Just perspective. Sad. Yeah, the three channels and two of them didn't work well unless you got up and moved the antenna. <laughs> the um, but no, uh, early to bed, early to rise. Um, it's something that I embraced mostly out of. That's how I was raised, and there was really not an option to do it otherwise. And the early bird gets the worm type, you know, whole mentality of you know don't work while others are sleeping and then later i joined the army uh, you know we get more done before 9 a.m but then most people do all day which isn't always true by the way um you know that that mm-hmm. whole hey the people who get up and get after it are the people who ultimately be successful and i've just always kind of carried that and like i said there's probably 50 profound statements that i've heard throughout my life i go wow that's really great too but that was kind of just the earliest thing is like if you get up and you get working if you're out there and we got 10 cents per log so they would be one foot long and about 12 inches wide and we had a mallet and we had to split them into fours quarters 10 cents 
And, you know, and you'd chop more, uh, wood all morning long. Some of them had knots in them. And you'd get $2.80 and you'd walk on down to the whatever the, I don't even remember what the OK market <laughs> or something. And you'd get your three pieces of candy and a bag of chips. And I know that there's no way that that would cover that now. But, wow. uh, but it was a big deal. And it, I got to see that, hey, if I get up and I get after it early, you know, um, I, I can see their benefits. comic books back then, too. Yeah. Yeah, buy, buy comic com- books. Yeah, you could buy <laughs> my Sergeant Rock. That's right. Daredevil. Yeah, we listen to, um, I mean, we love guys like Zig Ziglar. I mean, he he's kind of a hoot. And uh, when with his company, they would always, you know, send him books. And we listen to a lot of audio books. So we, you know, Who Moved My Cheese, Pumpkin Plan. And I just geek out over business books. Um, my mind is not geared the same way that Stevens is with, you know, that sort of thing. I'm like, yeah, that sounds awesome. And I um, do the math part. Yeah. She does. I, the, I don't like math. I'm more about the art. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and the dreaming and the futuristic element of, uh, oh my gosh, what if we do this? And, uh, he's my, he's my grounded, uh, counterpart. So being that you guys are brand new to business, really on your own, not that you're brand new to right. the idea of business, right. but, but you've opened this business in downtown Medford. Uh, we, we didn't mention that, but you are in downtown Medford yes. uh, for the massive amount of people that will hear us, Yay. not only nationwide, but uh, <laughs> but hopefully Rogue Valley wide. But you are in downtown Medford. Uh, and, and being that you are brand new, how are you going to measure that moment where you're like, we're successful. How did, what does that look like? Oh, where you can look I know. back as a business and go, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm we're gonna... successful. <laughs> now we're successful. We've okay. arrived. Wait, like I want to see how she answers like, like that. Like oh. that aha moment, <laughs> okay. right? Okay. So, and maybe future hmm. business owners are hearing this or right. those with entrepreneurial spirit. That's a big word, by the right. way. Yeah. Entrepreneurial spirit. Maybe they're going to look back in this and, and maybe even younger people that are coming into your store because yes. maybe, you know, you have a younger clientele and I'm guessing you probably have an older clientele, right. probably a little bit of both. So how would they be able to look at that and go, they've arrived, they're successful? Okay. So for me, it's pretty clearly defined before we opened. <laughs> I set my sights on, uh, well, first of all, we have to be nominated, but uh, I would love for our shop to win an Eisner Award. Um, it's, Help me out. What is an Eisner Award? So, um, Will Eisner, um, big name in comics, um, San Diego Comic-Con uh, basically has an award ceremony every year. And uh, and comic stores, there is a category, um, unless they kill that category before we ever have the chance to win. <laughs> but you have to be open two years um, to be nominated for that. Um, but for us... You know, we kind of have taken a different approach uh, with comics. Um, the, the This amazing space that fell into our laps really lends toward um, more of a gallery feel. And we wanted to really have a more minimalistic, kind of even a boutique. I've had uh, a couple people kind of call it a comic book boutique just because it's... Um, it's just a little lighter on the decor. We, um, we it's probably, artsy. we could jam in probably twice the product that's here, but we, we feel like all the work that goes into a comic book. And for me, like I geek out over the collaboration, um, being parents to an artist and, and she's a writer too. And knowing how, uh, personal those artistic pursuits are to writers and artists 
And the fact that there's collaboration and some of these books, you know, there are anywhere from seven to 20 people collaborating together to, for this final product. And, and we wanted to have a space that really honors the heart of what goes into that. And, um, artists, you know, they, they, they bleed for their art sometimes and some, and sometimes they're suffering and that's kind of dramatic, but I, I love, I love what goes into a comic book. So for me, it's not just this, you know, little floppy paper, um, collection of, Oh, look at the pretty pictures and, and the story. Like to me, they're magical. And when you get one that really grabs you, whether it's a, um, one of the characters or just the art style. Um, but when story and art can come together and, create something in you, emotion or, or entertainment, or maybe, you know what, you're just in a patch of life where things are really hard. And that comic book is just this little piece of a happy place. It's just a little escape for, for just some joy. And then you can, you know, set that aside and go back to, okay, I've got some stuff I have to tackle. But in those moments, I got to forget about the things that are weighing me down or, or just the hard stuff of life. And so we really wanted to create a space that is a happy place that people would feel joy when they come here. Um, we introduce our customers to each other. Um, we have a lot of collectors and readers and new readers. It's been so fun to, um, meet people who are kind of just jumping in for the first time. Um, so we kind of just get the whole gamut of, uh, people who love books. And if you love books, you know, I, I think that it's an easy kind of bend over into comics. A lot of people, my sister wanted to do an intervention when she found out what we were doing. Cause she was like, well, how many comics do you have to sell to actually pay the rent? You know, like, well, let's not do that math. Cause <laughs> that, that would be discouraging. But, um, with graphic novels and, um, just, you know, there, there's just so much amazing material out there, um, across all genres. So I don't know. I just think if someone thinks they don't like comics, they just haven't found the right one yet. Got it. So if you win this award, this award that the San Diego Comic-Con oh, yeah. puts on, yep. that's your moment. That's your, your gold medal. If we were going to look at, at an athletic standpoint or your, your Super Bowl yes. trophy from a, from a material standpoint, a material absolutely. Standpoint. Okay. But in a, in a non-tangible way, I'd say if we provide a space for however long we get to do this, where people come in and they actually feel joy honestly i mean that's hard to measure though an eyeser award i can measure the other is just the beauty of getting to do what we're doing got it steve how would you measure your success oh uh, mine's a little bit more mathematical <laughs> uh, being the math guy yes. you are I no would imagine it and is, i yeah. agree with the i'm not I don't, I'm not a big awards guy, but that would be nice. Um, the joy part, bringing joy to others, we both mm-hmm. get a total kick out of. But bottom line is, is we are not going to be able to create joy if we don't, if it doesn't pay the home bills. <laughs> if we're you not know? here. <laughs> and so I, and, and I don't, I don't want to make the bar sound too low for me, but yeah. if I can stay open, not work myself to death. Um, and pay the home bills and bring others joy while I'm doing it. That's basically it. So I define success as 
do people like to shop here? Are they spending enough money? Can I keep the lights on and pay, you know, the home bills? Um, then I, and, mm-hmm. and, I, and while doing that, not work 80 hours a week, like, cause I've worked retail before and in the hours can get quite long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Another shop owner said, um, this, you know, this business, any business will take as many hours as you give it. And we definitely see that yeah. because we, our list of things to do for the shop there's no break in it. Like we have not had, Oh gosh. Okay. I guess we're caught up. Like we'll never be caught up. Right. And we're only open four days a week. So, and this week was an order week. So I've been here till nine o'clock every night, um, doing our, our monthly yeah. order. And so the, uh, so the goal, ultimate goal is, can we be open for four days, give the best customer service and still pay the store bills and our home bills and we'll all do it with a great attitude and be able to interact with the community. Mm-hmm. Great answer. So with success brings problems, does it? Does success oh, yeah. bring th- problems? Well, I, th- I think everything in life with, uh, I believe that every good thing that there's a flip side that has challenges, you know, there are pros and cons, um, to everything. So, yeah, I think that, um, basically, I mean, already we're getting busier, so I'm having to figure out, okay, what things are going to best serve my customers, um, for the time being, cause I've already figured out I can't do everything. And, um, basically I'm hoping that I can hone and sharpen the business in such a way because right now, like I said, if being here at being here so late and working long hours, well, I'm kind of back in the boat where I was in my previous job. So, and I'm still learning, it's the learning process. So that, and we're getting more customers, which is great. So that's successful, but with, with the more customers now, um, it's, I'm having to get here early and stay late to catch up on all the paperwork that's involved yeah. in owning your own business. There are more things to do. After There's a lot hours. of paperwork that, you know, I knew was going to be there, but for some reason I thought it was going to be, I thought it was going to be a little bit easier. Well, yeah, because in the beginning before we had this level of customers, customers coming in and so the number of subscribers, we had more time to address those things. So right. with our success of having, you know, getting busier and having people know we're here, we will have less time to do those, you know, behind administrative the administrative things. things. Yeah. So as we are getting more, so it's a good problem. Su- yeah, it's a good problem. I mean, we're becoming more successful. Uh, I mean, it's almost measurable in the monthlies where it's like, okay, it's getting bigger. But with that success now is like, oh my gosh, I'm working a lot of hours. I need to learn to streamline some of these processes to find out which ones are actually going to benefit the business and the and the customers, and which ones are just spinning my wheels and uh, honing that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Six things, and maybe not six. I just picked a number. But six <laughs> things that you feel make you guys different than maybe another comic book store. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I know one is she's yeah. turned this place into an art gallery, and I've been to a lot of comic book stores. But not stuffy. I mean, no, art, no, no, art no, no, galleries no, 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 no. kind of stuffy. say, if you haven't don't been touch here anything. Yet, let, me, let me just say, if you haven't been here yet, I definitely invite you to come down and take a look. Even if you're not into comic books, but just come down and and just get a feel for this place because it really does – you said it yourself. It's not a stuffy feel. 
it's a very home feel, but it's also everything is so neatly displayed and neatly organized and really easy to find stuff. So if you are an avid comic book person, I would definitely invite you to come down to this because, again, you're going to find that stuff, that rare stuff. And uh, that's my own opinion. But well, that's yeah, and that's exactly it. Is um, most comic book stores are there's lots of piles of things and art, and the art of the book isn't easily displayed. And we've tried to set it up in such a way that it's very open and friendly, um, which is not. Necess- we've we've had a couple visitors who have been. Um, uh, big name artists who have been um, into a lot of comic book stores, and there, and uh, we had one who is a gentleman. Um, I, I want to say he's in his sixties, um, who's worked with uh, Jack Kirby, a big name in comics, uh, who worked with Stanley, of course. And uh, he came in. And he says, "Wow, this is this is one of the." There's only one other place that's this beautiful. I, I remember this comic store, and it was in Long Beach, California. And he, so he, and this guy's been all over everywhere doing uh, comic book signings and different things. And he said ours is one of the beautiful. And that is a wonderful thing. So I think we stand out in, in that we are trying to create an open, airy environment is definitely one thing. Well, with, so our, with our space. So, yeah, I would say it's, um, it's relaxing. It's fun. It's uncluttered. I mean, occasionally I don't know kind of cluttered, <laughs> but um, but for the most part, we really strive to create a space that the comics really take center center stage. And even with um, the way that we show what's new this week, um, we don't have a you know new this week section, um, but we just use these awesome colored um, clothes. Clothesline clips? What are they called? Clothespins, right? Clothespins, yeah. yeah. Um, I think because, that's a great touch, by the because, way. So talk about that. Yeah, because well, I noticed that too when I was so downstairs. So one of the many books that, um, you know, we geek out over audiobooks and, and we like to just learn about stuff. And so um, it's it's just a non-distracting way that we can let people know, okay, this is what's new, but we're not going to put these labels all around the store. So that's different because most shops will you know, have a new this week. The brain sign. processes information. So we don't more, want more words. Yeah, we more want them to just notice that, the yeah. comic. And, um, one of the other things that we do that many people recommended we don't is that we don't bag and board the new comics that are up. Um, we, we bag and board our back issues, but we feel like we wanted to be very reader friendly. So I would say that's, Hey, that's two yeah, words. Yeah. Um, so that people could look inside and the shops don't, um, we, we, they're very accessible. So where you can open each book, whereas some stores have them all boarded. So you have to pull them out of a bag before you even look at the book. So we just wanted to make it accessible so that people could, you know, maybe initially the cover art might draw someone who's not normally reading that particular title. Um, but we want you to be able to look inside too, because very often the cover art is, different from what's inside um so yeah we did some things that i think um veterans thought oh man those guys um they're gonna learn but it's been amazing we have not had to throw a book away because a customer you know accidentally trashed it so i mean I'm a klutz, so We've had to I drop stuff. a few, but I, it's like yeah, there's a few ding and dents, but I'm klutzy, so uh, most of that's probably my fault. Um, but it's been amazing. People treat the books 
um, with great respect. And it's it's just cool. I and, love it. And uh, we're very engaging, I would say, as a third thing. And we don't have to get to six, really. So. You, you don't have to get to six. <laughs> um, but no, a third thing is we really try to engage with the customers and talk about what they want to talk about. Because, well, quite frankly, half the time we want to talk about it. So if they want to talk about the latest, you know, Marvel movie or whatever. Oh, we learn so much. Oh, too, yeah. We learn from the customers. What people are reading. Because we can't read at all. You know, there's well, no we way read, for us but to... we don't read it nearly as much as we there's would so like much to. material. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of books. And so we um, engage with the customers. We sometimes if we, you know, have a, sometimes we'll get multiple customers. We introduce them and they, you know, they'll start talking about the comics. Go, hey, did you know so and so? He really loves Batman. It's a blast. And then, yeah, the people get engaged and they start having a full on discussion as to, well, Batman's better than so and so. And, you know, and it's like, you know, and, <laughs> and do you remember the that veterans time? will uh, help school some of the younger guys who come in and, and girls, too. We get a lot of female customers mm-hmm. so it's not just a guy thing it's not just a teenager thing you know the the spectrum just goes across everything uh females men all ages and um it's so great when you see one of the veterans who maybe is a collector and uh, some young guys who are just kind of starting starting out reading and um starting collecting back issues and Oh my gosh, it just makes me so happy when I see these connections happen and they're just talking about, and I, I learn every day um, from our customers and uh, it's, it's been great. And it's a non-intimidating space too, because some people feel like they have to apologize if they come in and they don't know about either all the superheroes or about comic books. And um, I read as a kid, like I've been out of the comic book loop for a long time because I mean we have graphic novels at home Steve was collecting for a long time but once we had our babies like we were we had you know four babies at once that was kind of everything but um so I've been on a learning curve as well with all of the the new stuff that's happening and our customers have been amazing they they love to talk about it and and I'm really thankful because I had this fear after, you know, cause we've been in a lot of different comic shops and sometimes there is an intimidating feel that, well, if you don't know this, you know, and, and we've been around gamers a lot too. And <laughs> I love gamers. They're a blast, but wow. If you don't know something and, and, you know, I thought I was going to get grilled at least once a week that people would be like, Oh my gosh, imposter. Don't you, know? you remember issue 57 from 1972? Paragraph 6. Plus I've had concussions, so I can barely remember last week. And um, so anyway, but it's, it's a very it's been gracious amazing. space. And because a lot of people who uh, open a comic book store aren't necessarily... Uh, they don't always aren't always they're more of a fan of comics and not necessarily less super. fans of people yeah yeah they, they well they like um say they a lot of basement living is what you're talking no about. no I'm not no, gonna say no. That. Okay. no. I'm, i would never say <laughs> that. don't go there no, Neil. we're not but, saying that. no but they're really <laughs> but fans if you live of comics. in a basement it's yeah fun. they're very fans I of comics lived but in they're, a basement once so hey but we that but that's a big difference for of our store is not only do we like comics we may not know as much as a lot of comic store owners but we love talking about it and we engage with our customers and we get other customers who engage with customers and yeah it's a, just a fun space to geek out over your favorite heroes well and one of the driving forces for me was that we needed like we, like i said we're almost 50 you can start to get kind of crotchety as you yeah, get older you and we had been we've gotten a little isolated because of the job that he was doing and then i was just working part-time 
Um, and like, we, we do love people and we really wanted to just, just go, you know what, this is something that will help us stay connected to our community and to try to add something good and positive and fun into our community because to sit back and just keep doing what we were doing, I think we would have gotten more isolated, more, <laughs> more crotchety probably. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So it forces us uh, to engage with people and, stay and it's fun. so much more fun than sitting in a car for a thousand miles a week, you know, by myself. Yeah. So I have two more questions for you guys and then yeah. we're going to play a game. So, right. uh, here's a question. It's uh, it's a quote that I found along the way. Hopefully I don't mess it up, but here it is. <clears throat> Failure will never overtake me if I determine to succeed is strong enough. What do you think that means? Failure will never overtake me as long as I determine to be strong enough not to let it overtake me. Okay, for me, um, I think that um, the the beauty of failure, um, and I was just reading something about this, is we get to learn like if we are doing something and then we find out the way I just did that doesn't work. Um, it can be a great teacher. So I think it's about our mindset. So mm-hmm. if our mindset knows that, okay, we're going to experience success and failure all day long in a lot of little ways. So that if, if I can process and keep my mindset in the fact that, you know what, <laughs> every failure is going to teach me how not to do how not to do it just like that and so um i don't know i think um success plus it just means so many it's just such a bigger word and has so much more meaning than just going hey we're you know we're working towards six figures now you know i mean that would be an easy question to go well how do you know you're successful well how many figures do you have but there are a lot of people who who've you know passed on from this life who had lots of figures in the, in their income and ultimately did not experience success. So I don't know. I think it depends on your definition and um, how you define it, how you approach life, what your mindset is. Um, basically, you know, there are I don't know. I would tweak the quote a little yeah. bit just because you know, if I was going to. I've never heard it. Oh, uh, yeah. Not a, well, I've heard variations of certain different statements like that, but I would, I would tweak it as like, well, in the sense of the failures, because I've already, well, I've already been captured by failures. They're not, you know, life ending failures. Um, but I've, I've been captured by failures already multiple times since I've opened. I go, wow, I ordered way too many of that and I'm never going to sell it. And so I would consider that a failure. <laughs> it's like, I misinterpreted the, the community's desire for that particular book. And now I'm going to have to discount it down to nothing. Um, so, I mean, I think that those failures, uh, Failures capture, capturing you is really more of a, yeah, if you let them catch you. But you're going to fail, but that doesn't mean they captured you. That means you learn from them, and then you learn to get faster, stronger, better at what you're doing at your craft and move forward. Love it. So I figure since we're in a comic book shop, downtown Medford, come see him, Rogue City Comics, we have to have a comic book question. All right. 
<laughs> so we all know uh, DC is trying to basically, in my mind, mirror Marvel. You know, we have the the inception of the Justice League. You know, kind of the build up to that, the prequel, which was in my mind and maybe in a lot of people's mind, Batman versus Superman. Right? We even got introduced to Wonder Woman, which she did a phenomenal job. Yep. So I thought, what a way to kind of close it. We're going to play a game after this question, but what a way to close out our question time with this question. Batman versus Superman. Who is more successful in your mind? I I have to say, as far as the way I define success, I think Superman has more a peace of mind. Um, I, Batman has so much turmoil inside. And so, um, I don't know. I think for me, success would be the least amount of turmoil happening inside my brain or inside my heart and, and just having a p- peace of mind. So yeah, I would say that based on that. So Jamie, which, which one was more successful? Just I would, you know, I would have to say Superman. Superman's more successful. Yeah. Than Steve? Uh, well, based on my <laughs> definition of success, while I like reading Batman comics more than I like reading Superman comics, uh, just because the Batman has a lot, more uh turmoil and it's more an interesting read i like um i like that superman has a a moral compass that he doesn't question nearly as often as batman does because he's batman tends to be a more you know the dark knight the, the semi got better toys yeah yeah like uh yeah it just whereas superman he's got a good this is good this is not good and and so based on my it, it seems like okay well he's following a moral compass that i'm more that i'm they're more aligned with my goals you know what i mean so i would have to call superman more successful than batman wow. based on how i now i like no We're don't <laughs> yeah. i didn't expect this so. no yeah i uh, i i like i mean i think superman aligns more with what i would view as successful but i must say i do like batman better i mean it's just more interesting to read but you said <laughs> successful not who you like better i know so. i know yeah all right so we're gonna play a game this is a fun game i like to call senseless so i have a dice oh. here hopefully that's not too annoying on the playback so steve you get to go first you're gonna roll the dice are you going to tell me what I'm rolling for? Or nope, after just roll, roll? Yep, roll right. the dice. There you go. So you got three. All right. So let me pull up my okay. handy dandy notes right. here. So, right. um, uh first off, how can people find you guys? So we'll, we'll start there while I pull up my, uh, my oh, questions. Uh, Do we get to talk about your outfit at all? No. No, let's not. Okay. <laughs> Jamie, go ahead and talk about my outfit while I pull this Buzz up. Okay, so Neil is awesome. We set up this time back when I thought I was going to dress up today because it's Halloween Comic Fest today. And Neil gracious, graciously, very graciously said, hey, I'll maybe I'll wear my Buzz Lightyear costume. It all like I completely forgot. Yeah. And, and Jamie didn't dress he up. Looks so amazing. He looks amazing. So, right. So when I launch my uh, Facebook page, we'll make sure we include yes. some photos on this. You look awesome. So yeah. it uh, makes me happy. Thank so. you. I'm, yeah. I'm glad. I'm, and I'm glad you guys got to do this with me. So, uh, Steve, you rolled a three, correct? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, greatest thing you've ever smelled. Greatest thing you've ever oh, smelled. I wish I had gotten that one. This is a, a game, so as I like to call, senseless. So, it's involving your senses. So, it's just kind of like a, a sen- sen- senseless kind of nonsense. But it's just fun, fun yeah. way to wrap up the I show. I like it. So. Uh, depending on my mood, uh, I would have to go with either lavender, 
when I'm in high tension mode, I love the smell of lavender. <laughs> lavender, okay. Yeah, which is I know a little silly. You're such but, a tough uh, but, guy. But most I was going to say, aren't you? Are, you said you were Are you army? Macho? I mean, come uh, on. Uh, no, wow. I got tired of dirt and he loves the mud a long time. No, but I like. Uh, but most of the time, I like uh, the smell of cloves. I love the smell of cloves okay. for some reason. Oh, were you one of those drama guys? <laughs> no, no, I didn't have clove cigarettes. He was, he was, but if somebody was smoking a clove cigarette, boy, I wanted to. Snip he was it. a thespian. Yeah, well, yeah. come on. He's now. an actor. Yeah. Fair enough. All yep. right, Jamie, you're up. Here we go. I hope I get that one because I already know what the answer is. Ah, uh, number five. five. Here we go. So number five is uh, favorite thing to taste. Oh, well, that's it's, a good it's, one. It's pretty, mu- it's pretty much the same thing that I love you want- <laughs> Is it? The chocolate chip cookies. You love? Oh, yeah. chocolate chip cookies. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that Jesus smells like chocolate chip cookies. I don't know why I think that, but I, <laughs> See, it's just a thing I've always Santa, thought. I would Santa, but, you know, that's yeah. another story. Yeah, well, Santa... I would picture sugar cookies and reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> and reindeer, really? Wow. Yeah. So you guys are on Facebook, so people can yes. follow you. What, what's yes, the Facebook uh, address? Yes, Rogue City Comics. Uh, you can catch our silly videos every yes, Tuesday night. they are. They're very funny, and they're very silly. Absolutely. <laughs> so Rogue City Comics is how they can find yes. you and like you. Yes. Instagram, are you on there? Yes, sir. What are you? What's the Instagram following rogue city comics we're really <laughs> this is yeah we're tricky we like that. Really creative. <laughs> i told her i said hey let's keep this simple yeah keep it simple and guess yeah. what our dot com is rogue city comics dot com yep. and now can you buy comics online through the website uh, no. No, okay we're, yeah. we're, we are brick and mortar brick and mortar okay however mm-hmm. say you uh are a ways away or you can't get in for a while you see something's coming out and you want us to hold it for you you just email us is yep. the best way. Drop what, us an email. What's the email address? Uh, Rogue City at, at USA.com. USA. Yeah, USA.com. Yeah. 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 And people can subscribe and so that they never miss out and they get 10% off uh, their subscription titles and a free birthday comic and wow. uh, our undying gratitude. Yeah. Now, I, now, I also heard you guys do a game demo day, right? Yes. So, so talk about awesome. that. Awesome. One of our amazing game friends, uh, gamer friends, is an incredible teacher, and he is here on Thursdays from 4.30 to 6, teaching two different games, one one shorter and one that maybe is a little bit longer of a game, but he is an awesome teacher, and for everyone who hates reading rules... Me, my hands raised. It's so great to sit and actually play with somebody who will patiently teach you how to play. Yeah, and that's why he's the greatest game teacher. Because Steve wouldn't be that guy. No, no, because he'll sit there and re-explain if you're not if you're if you're not catching on he's just so patient like um he's so patient and he's willing to you know show whatever types of games and we only carry game we don't carry very many games we carry basically favorites. family favorites um and ones that are tied to you know some of the comic books that we carry and yep. whatnot okay yeah well guys awesome thank you good fun thank, thank you, you so much, much. thanks yeah. for taking some time out of the day i know it's already been a long day Thanks you know, we did this us. at the uh, close of your business. And, and guys, I wish you all the best. Thank you so much. And uh, any last words of wisdom or anything anything you want to add oh, promoting I'm, the business or I, I anything want, else? I would want to say thank you to the community who's been so amazing oh, yeah, sure. and um, who helps make us tired at the end of the week. People are like, are you going to open more days a week? Like, 
No, we want to be awesome four days a week, and there's so much to do and right now. And it's Wednesday through Saturday. That's yeah. what I would yeah, say. Yeah, I was just going to say, so what Wednesday are the hours? Saturday. We, we yeah. didn't really talk about that. What Wednesday, are the hours? Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, 11 a.m. to 6, and Saturday, 10 a.m. to 4. Okay. And so, and the address, just to help us out with that, 32 too? North Central. Okay. Right across from the old Woolworth building. That's a tough word to say. say yeah, yeah, all of a sudden I realized, Woolworth. am I going to be able to say Woolworth. that? Woolworth. <laughs> Woolworth's <laughs> building. Nice. So. Rogue City Comics, yeah. Steve and Jamie, thank you guys so thank much. Thank you so this much, This is man. Other People's Shoes. And remember, sometimes it's nice to walk in someone else's shoes so you can get a little bit of different perspective in life. Yes. Thank you again, guys. Yeah.